Welcome everybody. It's Timbercast. I am alone, but uh, I am not really sure how we're going to do this any other way. So without my buddy and my Biffle, Trey, Trey Smith, I had the privilege of starting our Timbercast this week by my lonesome. So it's me, Michael Wood, and I shout out to my all my friends in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Hello. Um, I hope you guys have been listening to some of the other podcasts. We had a really cool one. Uh, this last one was the Aranya Shulky at the coffee house. That was really fun. And before that, we had the Christmas special. And I, I didn't talk about this last time, though. I made the souffle that Schwebach was talking about, which was like a Swedish pancake or something. On Christmas Day, I did that. It was really cool. I threw down. I mean, I really, I really ate the souffle. It was delicious. Um, if you didn't get there, go back to that podcast, the Christmas special episode 52 and take a listen. And in the middle of there, Shweba gives you a recipe for a really cool breakfast treat. It's good. It's an egg souffle. It is. Um, I didn't, I didn't get my butter melted enough though. Shout out to the butter. You got to do that right. Anyways, let's go on this week. So all this time of podcast, we're like a year and a half into it. We have never want, done one devoted to um, recording arts. So that changes today. So all about um, what we do in recording arts, what we want to do in recording arts, what we have done in the past with recording arts. And we want to talk about it a little bit. So I brought somebody along with me. And guest today on the podcast is the one and only Alina Carter. Hi, Alina. Hi. Um, so she's going to look at me and probably roll her eyes and like, oh my God, but whatever. That's right. I have to always tell everybody this story because I've done it every time we've oh. ever announced you in front of people. So I'm going to do it again. Um, so my first interaction with Alina was in Music One fall semester mm-hmm. last year. And she's a freshman. She comes to school. She's from Michigan. And uh, she's awesome. She starts writing a song towards the end of the semester. I'm like, oh my God, this girl's so good. This is amazing. <laughs> This is crazy. And her song is absolutely stunning. Her song for the first time that I'd have ever heard her write a song. I was blown away in music one. And we get to the Christmas end of the year concert. Mm-hmm. And she's going to sing her song. And I knew this was kid was special from the moment she opened her mouth. The whole audience, I don't know, there's like 150 people there in the gym. She's, everybody's paying attention to you. It's crazy, right? And then I look up by the second verse, I look up and it's just a sea of cell phones recording you. Hallelujah! <laughs> it was. Did you notice yeah, that? I I did, and if anything, like that was definitely a turning point. Like I think in my music passion, just because like seeing all that, like random strangers and the majority of them, yeah, just having their phones out, filming this random kid, and you know, saying like, "Oh, hey, I'm that random kid," and I was, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it was it was life changing. That like was my turning point, like in my passion for music. I think that's what like made me want to pursue even more than normal. It was a it was a eye opening experience for me. I just knew it was really a special moment too, and I was witness. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, it was beautiful. Then this year, just so you know, I didn't tell you this yet. So spoiler alert: oh. I'm about to. Uh, 
hopefully blow your mind again. So after this year, um, came back around to the Christmas concert, you mm-hmm. had the great idea. Let's do a song. And I said, you wanted to do a song. I was like, can I jump in on this? And I get to play guitar with you. We get mm-hmm. to do have yourself a merry little Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was really special. So then packing up towards the end of the night the employees of the vista grande community center come over and like who was that girl singing again Uh, again it happens and i was like let me tell you her name is alina carter she's amazing so alina carter comes to us from michigan um shout out to michigan and she uh is an amazing musician with her own history and we're going to learn about that and she is the first freshman that ever made it into recording art so she comes to us like blazing trails this is all new ground right Mm -hmm. big deal yeah it it definitely was um because one of my main reasons for coming to east mountain was definitely the recording arts program um my brother came here his junior year so he was kind of here before me but you know i I was kind of like like i don't know if i want to go to east mountain but then he talked about the recording arts program and i was like whoa like this sounds really cool so i kind of had my plan and i was like mom dad like i'm gonna take music one and then you know i'm gonna put music two in my schedule and hopefully i was so nervous um whether i'd be in recording arts or not it was really intimidating um so for me it wasn't even a question (laughs) i had i had known probably in november that you were going to be in recording arts right away (laughs) So it was one call to our registrar and then um, I think a follow-up email. And I said, we have to make this happen. First freshman, she has to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was really cool. I mean, like I will say like recording arts has changed my like whole perspective on music, definitely. Wow. How? Um, How did that happen? In a way, because when I was doing songwriting, um, you know, I would always do it on my free time. Yeah. Um, but it was never anything big. It was just kind of, you know, a few notes in my notebook and a few chords written down. And then the notebook got put away, you know, yeah. for who knows how long. Um, and I ne- I've never worked with other musicians. So coming here, it opened my eyes on like the whole spectrum of styles and like working with people's styles because I always just worked with my own. Yeah. You know, I never worked with anything else. So it was like a cool, um, I don't know, way to like, get to learn like the variety i guess and like do you feel like when you write a song now after the experience of trying to write something and then record it and then listen to it do you think now you're writing this semester is already turning gears about the different sounds you want to hear on a record and the sonic spectrum you want to hear highs and you want to hear lows and you're when you're writing something do you start to hear stuff different oh yeah definitely like i know um the group I'm in right now, we have three really, really, really good singers. And then I just found out today, I mean, our guitarist can hit pitch. So that's even, that's even better. Um, he was holding, holding out. Holden was holding out. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I know like just sitting with them um, and both of them are in a cappella group. So yeah. they already know about the whole like harmonies and things like that. And so working with them when we're writing lyrics and, you know, um, Lily, she's one of the girls, and she sings, you know, like a ah, and then we're just like, oh wait, but then how about we do this harmony here, and then like we do uh, it, and then it's just like, oh, uh, whoa, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it's it's like like we have those moments, and they're like cool moments because we're like, oh my gosh, like look what we just did, you know, or like That's look cool. like how good this sounds. It, it's re- it's really fun. Um, I always dreamed of recording arts being something that carries on past the class. I. 
I struggled with meeting a lot of friends and, and musicians in the community when when band or choir or orchestra ended, a lot of their playing ended. Mm-hmm. They they still had their clarinet or they still had their sousaphone or something, mm-hmm. and they they didn't have the outlet that they wanted. And I always thought about creating music and recording it and being in a, in an environment with small groups is only giving you more energy into your own personal writing as soon as the class is over you can go home and you can still do all of that Mm -hmm. it's it's quite amazing and for a hundred dollars nowadays you could buy a usb mic and it comes with free software and you could be doing that stuff at home oh yeah you can do it on your iphone now they Mm -hmm. have garage band for your iphone yeah i know for me like whenever i get ideas um a lot of the times um if i don't want to forget them i'll just quick throw it on garage band like do a few chord progressions and like record the melody and you know, like like I have so many things like on my iPad, definitely. That's so um, cool. And then equipment is is the next step. I have like a YouTube channel that I haven't been on in a while, but um, <laughs> shout out to that. Everybody does it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I always thought it'd just be like a cool side hobby. YouTube isn't something I want to really get into, but it's like you know. It's cool having an outlet because, you know, like you want to share, especially as musicians, like we don't just want to share our creativity with other musicians, but we want to share it with the people. Yeah. And yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I want to share music creation with all of the students because it, it changed me as a person. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like I can create something and I'm not scared about creating something. Mm-hmm. It taught me how to face fear. It taught me how to face uh, my own insecurities about being an artist. Just learn how to write a song really fixed me in some ways. And, so, and I don't mean fix like I was broken before. I mean, fix some things that I questioned. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I feel right now. That's mm-hmm. good. And I'm, I'm way less inhibited, I guess, which is crazy because I'm kind of out loud. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really why I wanted to make a program like this. And it's my baby here. Oh, yeah. It, it's like... I don't really know what to call it. This program is almost like my boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend, <laughs> but like the program, like I like I love it so much. I was like I could not wait until second semester started. I mean, yeah. it's on my mind all like all day every day. Like it, this program is literally my boyfriend. Like that's what, probably what I would call it. Same here. It, I I tweet ideas of what we can do in, about how we're recording and how we go about songwriting lessons and how we come up with groups constantly mm-hmm. it's always on my brain mm-hmm. i listen to things and i consume things about making recording arts better yep that's what i do mm-hmm. and i day. think that's like what we all do and yeah. especially like as like a family mm-hmm. that's the other thing i love about recording yeah. arts is like you come here and like you don't feel awkward like sure like especially being the freshman i was just uh, you know last year it was a little intimidating because yeah. i felt like a baby because everybody yeah. yeah but you know it's actually um in a way socially kind of just really uh, it like puts you at peace because you walk in here and like you have people that love each other and that like have the same mindset when it comes to music and like just being around like the good vibes and the creativity like it's just really nice we all smile so much Mm -hmm. we start class telling some funny anecdote and we're giggling and we're always chuckling and oh definitely and recording we'll say funny stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love it i i love that atmosphere too it makes it very different than a normal classroom Mm -hmm. it's very much like a flipped classroom they call it like uh, in educational terms we are more of a test lab than Mm -hmm. we are a lecture hall Mm -hmm. we are much more a i don't know how to do that let's figure it out together (laughs) rather than 
you must do it this way environment mm -hmm. it's it's like a test lab we're yeah. always trying stuff and that's fun mm -hmm. that's definitely really fun i learned a long time ago that i couldn't i couldn't overshadow people's groups and mm. i couldn't input as much as i thought i needed to at first mm. you imagine this you ready to go alina because you've been oh. around me in the last couple of years mm -hmm. when it first started i was involved in the writing of every part everybody's deal i was wanted to be with them i was telling them what to do how to play it energy right hand on the guitar no you're missing that bass note right there no with the kick drum no you gotta lay into like every part of every song i was involved going wow. from person to person i had no idea you know i can't even picture you like doing that because like you love like you want us to do everything on our own i can't and the reason was i was trying to get them energized mm -hmm. i was trying to give them my energy i mm -hmm. wanted to put it in a in a in a bowl have them eat it like i need you to have this energy mm -hmm. and you know what it did the opposite oh it was it was i was killing some of that vibe of them mm -hmm. being creative because now it's totally different i go and check for understanding of what you guys should be doing i check to see if you i can help mm -hmm. i input ideas if you need them and try to come in to help spur when it gets flat mm -hmm. but now i've learned the more I stay away and, and just say, no, this is our goal, and these are our expectations, and this is how we play the respect game, we're cool, go. And you figure it out, there's this ownership, and now you get excited about the next time. Mm -hmm. Now you get into Alina's like second semester, like it's happening. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so pumped about <laughs> doing this, and it's there. Mm -hmm. Not with me directing. It's really, it's weird. It was hard for me to learn. That is, that is weird. And like, again, I would have never imagined that, because when I walked into it, like obviously you were just like, okay, you know, Here's your groups. Y'all go have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's time to go right. Like there, and the level of expectation mm -hmm. is strange. I'm not gonna walk you through how to write a verse in a chorus anymore. You're here for a reason. You know yeah. how to do that. Yeah, definitely. Go. Mm -hmm. Don't ask. Go. <laughs> Don't talk. Go. <laughs> that's always weird. And that's my, you know, that's one of my favorite parts because then you know it's just go, and then everybody goes, and like we sit down. And one of the, it was actually funny because at the beginning of the semester when we did that and we finally got our groups my group came into you know the closet and sat down and we're like okay and then there's just si silence <laughs> yeah, like, like complete silence and, <laughs> and you know me and uh, we have two newbies like in, in our group being lily and so there's like kind of the awkward silence and we're like so you know throw out some ideas guys and more awkward silence but that's also like the best part about it yeah because and i mean i don't know i just i love it so much because we were literally like looking around this room you know about what to write about and we're like well what about that light switch or <laughs> <laughs> what if there's something um there's a like a curtain on the wall right now and we're like what if there's something behind the curtain you know Ooh. things like that and yeah. so yeah it's it's great i mean and you could literally write about the most random stuff and make it so good that it's just like a hit and like that's i think what i love about it yeah because you can really incorporate anything and it's so many other classes and so many other parts of the the school experience are people telling you what to do mm-hmm I, I, I'm not knocking math. Math is really hard. That's not where I'm going with this. But a math class, I need to be s instructed yeah. as to the method of solving these problems mm -hmm. and dissecting what is happening. And so I need somebody to lecture, tell me, give me examples to try it and do that. It's got to be, oh, but that's not now. It's, yeah, definitely it, not. It doesn't work for us, mm -hmm. right? We, we, get to, we get to change it up. And now you walk in in a free environment where it's, it's a very different educational yeah. experience mm -hmm. and yeah. if anything like not only is it educational but i feel like i feel like it's good for the soul Me music too. music in general and i feel like nobody can disagree to this but like music 
is for the soul like no matter like what it is um whether it has a negative impact or a positive impact you know i feel like strangely last year really cool article in uh, american journal of psychiatry Mm -hmm. comes out and they say hey we know a very very specific part of the brain that is activated only when music happens wow in whatever 300 participants of this study so there's 300 out of 300 Every single person, no matter their capability of being a musician or just a fan or not even really concerned with music in any way, Mm -hmm. a part of the human brain is actually activated. And there's some synapses is what they used triggered in the brain when music happens. That's cool. You know why that's crazy? Because it was engineered for music then. If they can pinpoint a place in the brain, if you can say everybody's brain's got this spot, Mm -hmm. that means it was built for that. And we don't know why we like music. Wow. You, then it really tries to blow your mind. Wait a minute. It was supposed to be here all along. Oh and we didn't gosh. know. It's been here. It was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And now we're here. And it's all—it's supposed to happen. Oh, that's that's, like, that's mind. That's really mind-blowing. Wow. That's really crazy. And that, that's that, so cool. Yeah. It, we have an understanding of what we think music is. Mm-hmm. But, but it's supposed to have been here. And it's been wow. here all along. Oh, my gosh. And now we're just trying to get it out. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. That's awesome. You came from Michigan. So I came from Michigan, but I actually grew up here. I was born here. I was born yeah. in Albuquerque. Grew up on the west side. <laughs> Shout out. West side. <laughs> um, and around my third grade year, we moved up to Michigan because, um, you know, my dad got a job there. So there. Can we shout out to Tim? Do you want do you want people to know what your dad does? And your mom? Yeah. So um, cool? I'm, I'm actually a, a pastor's kid. My my dad is a pastor out at Legacy Edgewood. Um, we're a part of Legacy Church and it's a they, what they call like a mega church. So we have mm-hmm. multiple campuses. Um, I think we have f- three in Albuquerque, one in Edgewood and one in prosper texas um and we're we're still growing from there um so with that you guys were at was it a legacy church in michigan i don't even know if it was no so actually yeah it was different it was an assembly of god church um because legacy's um non-denominational yeah and we went to an assembly of god up there and it's actually funny because when my dad my dad helped plant legacy church with with our pastor um and he was the music pastor all all those years like since it started wow. you know just the music pastor and um then when we moved he was also he got a job as a music pastor in michigan um but when we came back they were like, oh, no, like, you're going to be the campus pastor. And he's never done that before. He's running the whole show. Yeah. So now he's running the whole thing. And right now we're still looking for um, a music pastor. So shout out if, like, anybody, like, knows anybody <laughs> for <laughs> that's the, interested. For the Edgewood campus? Yeah, for oh. our Edgewood campus. Because right now he's he's running it. Um, cool. But, yeah, so that uh, – it was – I think Michigan, I think I was meant to go to Michigan for a reason just because that, I think, is where my music – I guess my passion for music started and you know like opened up to because um they participated in this thing called fine arts and so um youth groups from around assemblies of gods you know around the whole state would join together and they would sing sing a solo do a guitar solo do a trumpet solo paint um give like a short sermon like have a drama group you know there were a ton of categories like a lot and you would compete and but it wasn't really meant for the competition it was more meant for the experience and so i was 
around all these creative minds i was submersed and i was also like that little kid that little annoying kid that like tagged along with all the teenagers yeah i can only imagine <laughs> so you know for hey me guys <laughs> what about me guys i want some of that come on it, it, no, honestly it, it, it really mean. was though <laughs> um, and so i was around all these older kids yes but you know that's what was so influential because all these musicians and everything i was like oh my gosh i want to do this i want to make music um i want to make a statement you know i want to and so that's kind of what started it and then um when i came back i i lost a lot of it um and dropped it for probably like the first year and a half or so when we moved back um because it Mm. it was kind of a hard move um it was a really formative time to move in middle school for you you know what i mean mm -hmm. like those are years that are you just want to bond you just want to feel okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's hard yeah it was it was kind of it was rough and that's when i kind of started my songwriting because for me and i still do it now um tough songwriting is kind of what gets me through like tough situations or like gets yeah. me through stress and like Those it, it doesn't it doesn't even have to be a good song but like yeah. i just i just write whatever i'm feeling <laughs> I, you, those I think, notebooks man yeah, yeah oh definitely um but you know once i discovered east mountain and recording arts i was like oh my gosh i can do something with my music again you yeah. know so that that was recording arts is definitely it's a huge part of my life and like recording arts will be something like I won't forget even if I'm like 80. I won't <laughs> like let definitely. you. I'll bug you too oh, much. No. Like definitely. Yeah, I don't, I don't much. plan on forgetting, but yeah. So that's just kind of like a take. And so, you know, growing up with the music pastor, um, my dad sings and he can play a little bit of drums, a little bit of bass, a little bit of piano, guitar, um, everything. Yeah. And my mom also sings, um, and she can play keys. And then my brother drums. Michael is a sick drummer. So shout out to Michael. Michael Carter. Just, he, he, he's such a musical genius. Like, <laughs> sometimes we get mad that like because he's pursuing business and college right now which yeah. is cool because like he's really intelligent but he's got a plan sometimes we're like oh like why doesn't he pursue music because he's one of those guys he'll listen to a song one time and then just go nail it on the drums or yeah. it, it's amazing but yeah so my whole family oh, is musical cool. and even my grandparents my grandparents did all that we should get michael to come record a drum part for one of the songs guest appearance we featuring should. michael carter on oh, drums definitely It'd be fun. That would be really cool. Have like he... both Carters on one track. <laughs> That's kind of happened at the church, right? You guys have both been on one track before. I heard you as a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was an experience. Yeah, me and him actually. Fun fact: I don't know if you know this, um, or if I've ever told you, when we grew up, um, you know churches have like their christmas productions so legacy would have their christmas productions and usually the kids would you know the kid ministries would put Mm -hmm. them on and me and my brother i think the first time i sang on stage i was three Mm -hmm. and so he was probably five and for like three years in a row we always sang the first noel together and we sang a duet and like we even did uh, like harmonies and like young kids five years old and you were three and you're already harmonizing yeah it was it was insane i need to get my life together that's something that's something i don't forget either (laughs) i'm high-fiving tim and lizette right now through this microphone (laughs) good job (laughs) as parents high five yeah it was that's like one that's a good memory and it's funny because he doesn't sing now but you know he told me he didn't sing yeah no um, he's clear on that but but that was one of the first times we ever did something together and now for the most part we just you know play on the worship team i'm like i'm one of our worship leaders um right now since we don't have one but it's it's fun i mean it's what i love to do sometimes sometimes it's stressful you know just because having to go every week and you know Mm -hmm. you know you know sometimes you just need a break but at the same time 
it's the music you know like it's yeah. i think it's the music that really gets me that's cool um, but yeah that's very cool yeah that's why i brought you here i wanted to brag about recording arts i want to brag <laughs> about you and i'm glad you come into the school and um i i just wanted to take a second and say hey everybody recording arts is really cool and it's impactful towards people's lives and look at this amazing student <laughs> lena carter and she is every bit of an example of how this is impacting people's lives and i just think she's awesome and she's one of the most talented singers i've ever been in a room with every time i hear you sing it makes me wish i could sing like you i just want to play guitar as soon as i hear you singing i'm like where's my instrument i just want to be a part of it always makes me feel good i'm really looking forward to this semester so mm-hmm. we're going to end on this what are some goals you have for recording arts this year some goals for your I, personal goals personally um one of my goals is um expanding my variety because mm-hmm. i was listening to our old album oh my gosh I, like i love every single song there's no way you could pick a favorite like it's it's amazing but um i i kind of noticed you know my songs were a little bit a little bit along the same lines a little bit sounding the same you know they were pretty but like just low tempoed and for me i was like no like i want i want to expand my variety like i want to cool. because as a musician i think it's important to to be submerged in all all styles yeah. you know like all genres and so as a musician like i want to grow and kind of you know experiment and everything it is songwriting tips like we do for class you mm-hmm. know i want you to take this to heart i want you to try some things with tempos so just picking bpms Mm -hmm. slow ones medium ones and fast ones so the tip is for your changing your writing style i really want you to change the metronome feel where you come from it's kind of sitting down with the guitar already and you got a melody going in your head and you're coming from an internal place already Mm -hmm. i want you to use some other metronome and garage band whatever you want to do the click with Mm -hmm. or the drum part and i want you to slow it down real slow I want you to write to a beat in a real slow tempo. And I want you to go medium. You know, medium is like 108, mm-hmm. 112. And I want you to go fast, like 144, 162, like quick. And try to up-tempo and write something to a, those three tempos. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be different songs completely. You don't even need a guitar. You don't even need a harmonic instrument, piano or anything. Mm-hmm. Just write from your heart like a tempo thing. Mm-hmm. I bet you're going to be surprised at some ideas you come up with. Okay. You ready? I'll do that tonight. I have nothing to do. That's something oh, to do. Oh, Friday night. That sounds fun right there. That's that's what I like to do. Oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> All right. So you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. We have goals. This year's Recording Arts album is going to have a different tempo track from Lena Carter. Yeah, definitely. Now, shout definitely out to Tim and Lizette. <laughs> Keeping her on her homework. Thanks, right. Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in to Timbercast. We're going to keep it short this week. I always do this. I don't know if you know this, but this is regular stuff. I have to say it. Before I say bye, I always say, I love you, Brandy. Aww. Happens every time. So, that being said, thanks to Lena Carter. Check her out. Check out the Recording Arts album. And last year's Recording Arts album. And check out this next year's coming up. See you at Greenside on the 31st Mm -hmm. of January. All right. Take care, everybody. I love you, Brandy. Bye.
despair.